Michelle Weiner Davis is a renowned therapist specializing in marriage and family therapy. She shares relationships are such that if one person changes, the relationship changes. This quote, although intended for the dynamic between spouses or partners, really resonates with me. During this period of time of my great resignation, both before it and after it, I was changing. What I didn't realize was the impact it was going to have on all of my relationships. Hello, I'm Nassim, and welcome to Becoming My Stronger Me, a podcast designed to help you become stronger in mind, body, and heart. Up until a few years ago, my journey was pretty linear, following a traditional path. And then, in a perfect storm of circumstances, I pivoted to pursue a more fulfilling and meaningful life. Join me as I share what I've learned about myself that's helped me to become my stronger me. Today, I'll be sharing and unpacking shifts in conversations in my relationships, the changing dynamics at home with my work-related friendships and with people I meet for the first time. These shifts were remarkable and unanticipated. So let's get started. Psychology, sociology, cultural anthropology, philosophy, and other disciplines have explored the dynamics of interpersonal relationships between spouses, between parents and their children, between groups and societies, between groups at schools, and the list goes on and on. There is so much research on different kinds of relationships that it could be a podcast topic alone with hundreds of episodes dedicated to unpacking the literature around relationships and their dynamics and the impact they can have on our lives. Today is not one of those episodes. It's about sharing an interesting reflection I've had over time about how my conversations in my relationships have changed. The dynamics, the behaviors, the way in which I engage with people around me has changed. Have I changed? Absolutely. And I anticipated some of these changes that I would experience when I had my last full day in a full-time job over two years ago. And I talk about some of those reflections in previous episodes. But one thing I didn't anticipate was how my conversations would shift. The dynamics I had with friends from my work world, from my professional life. I mean, I had changed jobs in the past before, and of course, how we keep in touch with our people, our day-to-day interactions are going to change. We are no longer in the same spaces, working on the same projects and seeing each other every day. I had experienced that kind of change before, actually many times, in fact, over the years. But I was struck with this particular move, how even folks that I'd been able to stay connected to in the past, there was now an awkwardness to our dynamic. Of course, our conversations continue to have a work focus at times where we would share, well, Really, the other person would share their ins and outs of their day, things that they were thinking about, frustrations at work. Me, I no longer had a lot of that kind of content to share. 
I wasn't working in a full-time job anymore. I didn't have the same everyday stressors, whether it be related to a project or related to personnel. I just wasn't in that world anymore. So I found myself doing a lot of listening. And initially, it was wonderful. I really felt like I was still connected to that world, living vicariously through my colleagues that were keeping in touch. But slowly, well, actually not even slowly, over time, the conversations became less frequent. They became shorter. I no longer knew the projects they were referencing as well as I did in the past. I no longer knew the ins and outs of the dynamics they were sharing. I was removed from that environment. And in my work-related relationships, the ones I was fighting so hard to keep in my life, what I found was that beyond work-related content, we really hadn't developed much else any other dimension to our relationship. And so over time, those friendships faded. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of people who continue to reach out and I'm so grateful for them. Every few months or six months or so, I'll get a text. We'll get on a phone call or a FaceTime, meet for coffee, meet for lunch and catch up like old friends. They will share the elevator pitch version of what I had missed in the past six months, where projects, the dynamics with people, how things had changed or not changed at all since I had left. And I'll share, of course, the ins and outs of my day, volunteering at the school, consulting here and there, but it's just not the same. The conversations had shifted. And what I find is that even the small handful of people who I had stayed connected to in all of my career transitions, even those dynamics were shifting substantially more this time than they had any other time. One relationship in particular I'd like to highlight. In 2011, I shifted jobs and took a director of learning outcomes assessment role at a local community college. As part of that role, I initially, as I do with most of my career moves, is to go on a listening tour to really understand what is needed at that organization and how I can help us get there. And in those meetings, I have incredibly thoughtful conversations, conversations with leaders at all levels of the organization to then craft the next steps of us moving forward. And I'm going to start being vague about some of those details because I know some of my listeners are still very much connected to the colleges that I'm referencing. But this department chair and I hit it off. We became fast friends. We had a lot of overlapping committees that we served on. We worked very closely on things related to my role. I worked very closely on initiatives that she was working on. We would go on walks during lunch. We would brainstorm strategies. She gave me so much amazing insight into how to be successful. She helped guide me through the cultural nuances of departments, through the cultural nuances of various initiatives. She gave me a lot of historical background to be more successful. 
And for over the four years that I worked at that organization, she pushed me to be better. She pushed me to have a greater and more thoughtful impact on the work we were doing for students. And for that, I'm so grateful. Beyond the work, we became fast friends. We were having lunches. We were talking on the phone. We were sharing information about our children, sharing information about our spouses, about our vacations, about our interests. And over time, our friendship grew beyond the professional space. When I was leaving that organization to take another role at a different local community college, what I found is that as much as well-meaning folks as they were saying goodbye, said that they would keep in touch, only this one friend really did keep in touch. We spoke every day for years. Regardless of the role I was in or the organization I was working for, my commute time, our commute time was sacred. As soon as I would hop in the car, make sure Bluetooth was on, dial her number, and away we would go. Conversations, of course, continued, varied. We were working at different organizations, but challenges were similar. We were sharing the nuances. We were strategizing together and helping each other with how to move forward with whatever it is we were dealing with at work, at home, or with the kids, or in life. So with each transition for me, we actually continued to grow closer. We were in that same professional space, even if we weren't at the same organizations. And the conversation, sure, the nuances, the details shifted a bit, but we were still basically the same. But this major pivot, this time in 2021, when I resigned from my career and shifted, pivoted in a major way, rocked that relationship. And I had no idea that it would. What I found is that she and I, sure, we continue to talk every day, but it wasn't as easy anymore. Our schedules weren't as aligned. And yes, I had more free time, but I was filling it differently. And I wasn't as available at the same time, that commuting time as that had been before. So logistically, things shifted. And that and at the beginning, of course, I was still close to the work. I still knew the people. I still had my hand in things and it was all still very fresh. So the conversations, the ways in which we problem solved together for the work that she was doing was very much the same as it had been in the past, but that didn't last very long. Over time, as I began to change more, as my mindset began to shift, as I was finding fulfillment, joy, happiness differently, I was no longer as heavily reliant on my professional identity. Our dynamic and our conversations shifted. Most notably, a few weeks ago, we went for a walk and yes, we still go on walks from time to time. It may not be as much as we used to before, but we still schedule it. In our most recent walk, as she was sharing a new challenge and a new opportunity in front of her, and I was sharing my thoughts on how she might be able to move forward and things she could think about and how she could maybe think about it a little differently. We 
stopped and reflected out loud on how different the advice was and how different the conversation had become. I was now sharing broader options and opportunities. I was no longer assisting in the problem solving of just the problem at hand. I was pushing further, pushing beyond. I was challenging the way in which she was thinking. I was challenging and sharing other non-traditional, non-linear options to reach the same goal. This was the first time that we both reflected out loud how different my thinking had become and how much that, hopefully in a positive way, affected our dynamic. Our conversations had changed. I had changed. And luckily, our friendship is getting stronger. There are plenty of others from my professional world that I keep in touch with. My mentors, people whose paths seem to cross again and again for each and every dynamic. The conversation has shifted. And I am fascinated by this. I mean, even when I meet people for the first time and I go to introduce myself, oh boy, when I first resigned, those very first few months, I was meeting a lot of people that I hadn't met in the past before, mainly because I was now volunteering at school and I was actually available for conversation. Whereas in the past, I may have been there, but I was on my phone, I was on a call, I was reading a report, I was preoccupied. And now I was present. And so I was actually meeting people. And it's really interesting, the dynamic when you first meet someone. You say hello, you shake their hand, you introduce yourself, share your name, and in my case, whose mom I am. A little bit of chit-chat here and there about the team you're watching or where you live or what school district you're in. And then beyond that, if the conversation goes further, one of the first questions people ask is, what do you do? Well, what did I do? I didn't do anything. After I resigned, I was nothing. I didn't have a title anymore. So what did I do? And I found myself repeatedly fumbling. And I feel like I'm a pretty poised, articulate person. And I had no idea how to describe what I did. I guess technically I was a stay-at-home mom, a homemaker, but I didn't feel like that title really captured what I was doing in the situation I was in. I mean, the situation that had always meant to be temporary. We were just giving it nine months for me to reflect, for me to explore my passions and then go from there. So it seemed odd to say it. What I found myself saying about what I was or what I did was I would tell people what I used to do. And it's very awkward. Those initial questions that we ask, they're awkward. And I am certainly guilty of this, but I've never really thought about the position it puts someone in until it happened to me. If you're asking them about something that might be uncertain for them, then it puts them in an awkward place. 
I did have one person ask me a question when we first met that really is the best question I had ever heard. And they said, what would you like me to know about you? What would you like me to know about you? What a beautiful question. Because then the person can share whatever it is they're comfortable sharing, as opposed to being put on the spot about something that you're inadvertently asking a question that didn't realize was making them uncomfortable. What I have found since those awkward first set of months is that the answer I now give, given my career mashup situation that I have now, the answer I give depends on the context, the person asking, and the way in which I'd like to engage with them in the future. So if I'm in a situation and I feel that the intention of the question is really to understand something about my content expertise, I go ahead and share that I'm a consultant in the higher education space. And I leave it at that. And I don't usually go into too much detail unless the conversation goes there. But there are also moments where I feel like they might be a good client for my online Zaya shop. And so I say that I'm an activewear representative and that I have an online shop that they should check out. And there are times where they might be a good fit for some fundraising efforts that I'm doing for our local soccer team. And so I go ahead and share that role. It is really interesting to me how my answer has now shifted. My favorite answer that I give people is that I say that I'm a part of the great resignation and now I do things that I love. Let me say that again. I let them know that I'm part of the great resignation and I do things that I'm passionate about, that I truly love. The curiosity of people, the follow-up questions, the richness of the next set of questions and dialogue when I share that is beautiful. Now, it did take me a long time to get to that answer. And I think it's because I wasn't really embracing the situation that I'm in. I didn't have a lot of confidence in my transition, in the space. The last set of dynamics that I want to touch on today that I've experienced shifts in conversation in are the family dynamics. And yes, I have left this one for last because quite frankly, they have been the hardest transitions to understand. When I talk about family dynamics, I'm not only including my blood relatives or my in-laws, but I'm also including my closest circle of friendships in what I'm calling family dynamics. And these family dynamics have varied. And I think it's mainly from a place of supporting or not supporting my decision, understanding or not understanding my decision to change paths. And in that support or lack of support, some have found it hard to articulate, hard to engage with me because I'm now different. Before my 
career shift, my professional space was one that I was most comfortable and confident in sharing and talking about the nuances of things that I was working on, things that excited me, the goals I was setting, the work we were doing, the impact we were having. And now not only was I trying to figure it all out, but others were trying to figure me out. What do you talk about when the thing that you used to talk about is no longer? Of course, behind the understanding and the support, whether it be there or not, could lie judgment. Some of my inner circle has shared their thoughts and in sharing their thoughts or asking their questions, coming from a place of understanding and love and support. Others have asked me things with a tone of judgment, negative judgment. How could I possibly leave my trajectory? Why would I do such a thing? Why would I leave this kind of career behind? And then there are those that have awkwardly avoided the conversation altogether. Those are the shifting conversations that quite frankly have fascinated me the most. The silence the lack of conversation. It's almost like that if they don't talk about your professional space or your work world with you, then they don't know what to talk about. They don't know how to be supportive. But it may also show that they don't really know what you're passionate about, your interests, and quite frankly, may not even be all that curious about them. The other thing I've been thinking about is that as I'm changing and as the dynamics are changing and relationships are changing, the shifting conversations are actually symptoms, the things that we can see and experience from that relationship. And so as changes are occurring for me, I'm sure people in my inner circle are afraid of those changing dynamics. They're still feeling it out. They're trying to find their place in the change. And I respect that. Change is not easy in any domain. The person you thought you knew who makes a major life pivot and begins to change in the most fundamental ways in their mind, in their heart, maybe there's a bit of fear that the relationship won't be able to stay strong. As we close out this episode, I don't have tips, tricks, or guidance for you. Instead, just a few closing reflections. For me, I value all kinds of relationships that have existed in my life. And as I've changed over time, and this is not the first time this has happened, some of my relationships have grown with me. Some of them serve their purpose and have moved on. Some of them have resurfaced later when we're back in alignment again. I see the value of each. I honor each of them for the purpose they've had on my life's path, on my life's journey. I have learned to honor the changes and be open to shifts in the relationships and in the conversations. I think this is a good place to be reminded that it is important in these dynamics, in these relationships, to be 
authentically you. It is very tempting to avoid growth and not to change just to keep the relationship. But that relationship will not be strong if you cannot be authentic. Authentically you in whatever the you is in that point in time. True relationships honor the individual and the interpersonal dynamic. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how relationships and dynamics have shifted when you have shifted and grown over time. Join me in the Becoming My Stronger Me Facebook group as we talk about questions and reflections from this episode, or send me a message on Instagram at StrongerMe, sharing your story, your questions, your reflections. I'd love to hear from you. Let's learn from each other and build a supportive community so that you can become your stronger you.